You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com coming to you live from North Little Rock. I got to be honest with you guys, I had to get out of that building, that that twilight zone, that, that house of horrors for the Razorbacks, Simmons Bank Arena, uh, where the Razorbacks just phew, escaped, I guess is the word for it, with a 69-66 to 66 win over a, a not very good Lipscomb team. Arkansas blows a 20-point lead uh, in this game, and, and they wind up sneaking out of there with a victory, but man, oh man. I mean, we should have known from the very moment that the game had a, a weird dim light delay that cost us what 15 20 minutes before they could start the game we should have known at that point that it was going to get weird in simmons bank arena it usually does and and that was certainly the case in this one uh thought maybe the hogs were going to go to a drama free victory they they led by you know 20 points with 10 minutes uh, a little over 10 minutes left in this game and just an absolute collapse from the razorback uh basketball team there you know i don't know guys i mean what is going on? Like a loss would have been disastrous, of course, uh, but a win is not a win in this case. That, that that was ugly. And I look at this Razorback team right now, I don't think there's any need in sugarcoating things. I mean, right now you look at Arkansas and this is a team on December 16th that is not a good basketball team. They're just not uh, right now. And can it change? Yeah, sure, of course it can. But the product that we're seeing right now has a lot of freaking problems. Uh, no identity, no killer instinct with this team, uh, no on-floor leadership, and, and inconsistent effort, uh, quite honestly. And we saw all those things on display in this game. Is that harsh? Uh, yeah, it probably is, but the truth hurts sometimes. And that's where Arkansas is right now. I think Tremont Mark agrees because he was asking the press conference after the game, uh, what is the personality uh, or the identity of this team, and, and he said he didn't have an answer. Make something up. <laughs> like, you got to make something up, man. Uh, that, that's PR 101. That, that wasn't a great quote there from him, but I get what he's saying uh, because this is a team that's trying to figure out a lot of stuff right now. There, there's, there's struggles around. Um, you know, I saw poor body language from the Razorbacks in this game. I did. Not everybody, uh, but in key moments, uh, and, and guys who weren't playing or, or getting pulled out, uh, the body language was dipping there. That, that's concerning. They got to get that figured out. Uh, I saw a guy, I'm not going to name names, but I saw somebody who wasn't in the locker room with the team at halftime. And, and I don't know if that was by design or what happened, but I took a, I took a bathroom break and I came back out and there was probably a good five minute period in between. Uh, and he was standing outside the locker room when I walked past and he was standing outside the locker room again when I walked back out to my seat. Um, it, it's things like that that make you a little bit more concerned about what's going on here. And, you know, Arkansas got up by 20 in this game because they're superiorly talented and, and athletic compared to Lipscomb. Uh, but I think the level of, of disconnect with this team right now uh, and the lack of a floor general, it was glaring. As Lipscomb put the run on Arkansas, it was a 17-0 run. 
against a team that didn't have two of its best players. Like, literally, it's two best players. They're all league forward has been out all season. The guy who stepped up and was leading them in scoring didn't play. He broke his hand. Uh, that was not a good Lipscomb team. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's concerning. I think right now my biggest thing is I have no idea what Arkansas is doing with their rotations at the moment. Uh, you know, you're kind of at the point in the season where you got a couple more games here before SEC play. Uh, you should be defining the rotation, right? Uh, but instead it's in disarray. And, and that's kind of what I asked Eric Musselman about after the game where I said, hey, Usually this is where you're kind of trimming it down, getting it to that you know top seven, top eight, whatever. Uh, but Arkansas played 13 guys in this game. Uh, you know the starting lineup was was a combination of guys who uh, had not seen the floor together for a single second all season, and, and it's no surprise to me at all that that lineup did not last on the floor very long. Um, it, it's a bit of an identity crisis. If we're being honest about it, these guys are, you know, the coaching staff is trying to figure out who their guys are. Uh, the guys are trying to figure out what their roles are. And it's just, uh, man, there's just not a mesh with this situation right now. Uh, you know, 13 guys played. It, it was a wasted start for Joseph Pinion. And that's not a knock on Joseph Pinion. I love him. Uh, but you could have guessed as soon as you saw him in the starting lineup that it was going to be a situation where he probably played, uh, you know, his first rotation, and then you might not see him again. And that's exactly what we had. He played two and a half minutes, and, and that was a night for him. You know, L. Ellis, who, listen, guys had his fair share of struggles, no doubt about it. Turnovers, uh, struggles on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, but he's been a key cog for this team all year. Uh, he plays one minute in this game. Uh, I love Keon Minifield. I'm really happy he's back uh, and eligible now. I think that's a bright spot from this. You know, he's, he's got some work to do in terms of asserting himself and, and getting comfortable. Uh, it's tough to put a guy out there, you know, 10 games into the season and, and get his feet wet and get him acclimated. But he played starter minutes in his first game, and that's great for him. But I think it's telling about where Arkansas is at and trying to figure out who the hell should be on the floor uh, and who shouldn't, right? Does that make sense? I thought Jalen Graham looked really good, but it's kind of the same story with him. You know, he, he's getting buckets, he's scoring. Uh, I thought he was the best player on the floor for stretches. Uh, it was nice to see him stack a couple games together, you know, on, on the offensive end. Uh, but after the game, what do we hear? You know, like he, he did make a couple turnovers against that zone, um, and, and he only had one defensive rebound. And, and those were the things that were brought up where it's the same, same story of he's such a gifted offensive player, uh, but they need more from him in other areas for him to have a consistent role. So, so what is that going to look like moving forward, or does there a point where you just let the dude play through some mistakes and, and let him get you know settled in uh, on a game-by-game -game basis and see what he can give you I don't know I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I thought he looked good. I said it in our thread after he would have been like 25th on, on my list of complaints from this game. I, I thought Jalen Graham looked good. I think he's healthy now. Uh, you know, Tremont Mark. He didn't start in this game. He's been, you know, your leading scorer up until I think the last game. Maybe Caleb Battle passed him here recently, but he didn't start in this game. I thought he came off the bench and handled it the right way. I mean, he had 15 points in the first half. He hit back-to-back-to-back threes. As soon as he subbed into the game, he had a strong take to the rim and a finish. Looked great. He scored two points in the second half and missed a lot of clutch shots and had some bad turnovers there. So it just kind of fell off there in the second half for him. Uh, Trevor Brazil, uh, you know, another game where you look up at the end of the game and, you know, this was a team where, listen, Lipscomb ain't got nobody like Trevor Brazil. They just don't. So why the hell does he only have seven shots at the end of the game and multiple turnovers? And he's just floating around out there on the perimeter. Um, I I like to see him get a little bit more aggressive in in terms of taking it off the bounce. And, you know, he was starting to do that a little bit, but, man, he's not going all the way to the rim. He's kind of pulling up there in the lane um, and dishing that ball back out unless he's got a clear pass. So uh, he's got to get more comfortable with his bag, with his ball handling uh, and converting and not being a one-dimensional player who's, you know, essentially just – what a, a lob threat and then a guy who can who can really knock down uh, those spot-up three-pointers. But there's so much more to his game and, and so much more to his potential uh, that you really like to see. And in a game like this, man, like, he's your draft pick. So you've got to have a guy like that asserted and, and creating shots and getting opportunities for him uh, to make an impact. And, boy, we just didn't get that down the stretch, you know. Uh, Devo, I guess I could go either way on it with that shot at the end of the game. Uh, you know, Arkansas is up there by one um, early shot clock. He, he hit the runner there. Um, maybe you like to pull that thing out, man, and, and milk some of the clock and, and get to the line. I don't know. But he, hey, he made the shot. Arkansas got up by three. Uh, so, you know, that, that's fine there. But, uh, man, four turnovers out of Devo. Really, and he's really just struggling on the defensive end. For whatever reason uh, right now, it's we've, we've seen great defense out of Devo in the past. Um, 
obviously he's a he's a senior a, a leader for this basketball team uh but boy you know guys like him and and mark and it's just a trickle down effect uh with these guys just the inability to keep the ball in front of them and and lipsum is going to be the most unathletic team that arkansas plays all year uh, and they couldn't keep those guys out of the paint and and listen arkansas should feel very fortunate that lipsum shot like crap there's seven of 30 from three in this game uh but what's alarming to me and they had some wide open looks, especially you know even there at the end of the game where they could have tied it and sent it to overtime. But what's alarming to me is Lipscomb made that full run and just completely evaporated a 20-point deficit without making threes. They, they were getting to the rim uh, and getting in the paint on Arkansas during that entire rally. They might have hit one or two triples there, but for the most part, it was it, it was getting to the rack and finishing. Uh, that's concerning. So, uh, you know, there were times there on the offensive end for probably 30 minutes a game where I felt like Arkansas was making some progress because you got different lineups out there, right? You're trying to get a new point guard acclimated into the game. Uh, you're seeing a healthy amount of zone. Like, I thought there were times where the ball was really moving. They were converting. They shot almost 60% from the field in the first half. Uh, but when it's nut crunching time and, in, you know, you're, you're trying to fend off a rally there, uh, what did Arkansas score? Like 10 points in the last 11, 12 minutes of the game against Lipscomb? That's got to get better. So, you know, while I thought they were taking a step forward there at the end of the game, uh, some troubling things came back up. And then defensively, look, it's, it's still work in progress. Hey, it's nice to see him only give up 66 points. Uh, you know, but I think in the first, what, 10 minutes of the second half, I think Lipscomb only scored 10 points. Uh, and, man, and they just got comfortable and found a rhythm. Uh, and you could see Arkansas really start to pucker up a little bit there. And, and man, they were fortunate to get out of this place with a win. There's been some weird games in here in the past, and this was certainly one of them. Uh, boy, it was it was wild. Um, you know, losing 50-50 balls, not sprinting back at, at times defensively. Just some uncharacteristic thing. We don't usually see things like that uh, from these Arkansas teams. So, man, there's, there's a lot to clean up there. You know, Arkansas, like I said, they got more questions than answers right now. Seven and four. Uh, you know, a couple, you got to win these couple last non-conference games, but really you got to just figure things. You got to figure out who you are before you get into SEC play because SEC is not going to take any prisoners this year. You can't go in there in the situation you're in right now and, and expect to get off to a good start in league play. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, I mean, Must said he's got a better idea of what his rotation is going to look like now after, you know, whatever that experiment was today. Uh, I hope so. I hope that's the case because I, I'm officially to that point that I get to every year. I talk about it all the time on the show. There's a point every year with these Arkansas teams where I go, you know what? I don't know if they're going to figure it out this year. Like the, the questions are too great for me. Um, I'm, I'm officially worried about them. That's where I'm at right now. I, I am worried about this Arkansas team. Uh, the good thing for you people listening is that's usually the time where they really start to figure things out and they make me look like an idiot. So hopefully that's the case here. Uh, you know, Must did say after the game, you know, they, you can't just assume that they'll figure it out uh, just because they have in years past. Every team's different. Their identity is different. Their set of problems is different. Uh, and so he's not up operating under the assumption. You know, he said like he's not going to go home uh, and, and have dinner with with Matthew and and Danielle and say, hey, you know what, we figured it out in the past, so we're going to get it right now. Uh, no, like he's looking at these problems with, with their own sample size, and, and they're going to try to find the solutions here, uh, and and they're going to have to ensure order they got what three or four practice days before they get Abilene Christian uh, and then you got that Christmas break and, and you know then you welcome a UNC Wilmington team that's already won at Rupp Arena this year uh, before you get into SEC play so um, 
whatever. I mean, Arkansas got the win. I don't know how great they feel about it. It's certainly better than a loss, but uh, boy, a lot of things to figure out for this Razorback team. Identity crisis, man, with Arkansas. They got to... <laughs> They got to get things under control here uh, and, and, and kind of avoid, uh, you know, a collapse that quite honestly, like they're to the point now uh, where they're not going to be able to uh, to overcome it. Um, so I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. But uh, you, you got these four losses right now that that's higher than you've had in the past. So we'll see. You know they're just gonna they're gonna have to figure it out for SEC play, man, because they can't afford those one and three, one and four, one and five starts. Uh, they're gonna have to hit the ground rolling. Finals are over. They, they ain't got nothing to do but play basketball and, and get better and come together as a team. So hopefully that happens. But I gotta get out of here. I put on the Christmas hat. Maybe spread a little uh, little Christmas joy on what was a weird night. Simmons Bank Arena at North Little Rock. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. Sorry if I rambled a little bit, but. Uh, man, I had to get out of that building and, and walk around some, and I don't know. If you guys got answers, let me know, <laughs> or maybe maybe let Must know because I know he's he's as frustrated as anybody. But gotta head home. Back to the drawing board. See what happens. Talk to you guys next time.